Over here in the uh, volume 9, in the, Re- the Rebbe's letters, the Holy Letters of the Rebbe, and this is letter number 2786, Mor Hashem, the fourth day of Tammuz Toshi in Dalit, Brooklyn, Harav Agoen, Chosid, with great titles here, Moireinu uh, Rav Yosef Doiv Moskowitz, Shalom of Rocha. So, uh, the Rebbe says, I want to confirm receiving your letter uh, Sunday in the portion of Kodach, and you also added the booklet about the possibility and the necessity of setting up an Erev in Manhattan. This is a very controversial issue, and as you will see, the Rebbe is not at the end is not too happy about it. Now, word has it, again, we're reading the letters of the Rebbe, I don't hate to bring in other things, but Word has it that the Rebbe says they should make an heir of Manhattan and they shouldn't tell anybody about it. Mm-hmm. Why? This is the Rebbe's view. The Rebbe say there are some people that will be carrying a Shabbos. At least we'll be protecting them because there's an heir over there. But don't tell anybody because it's really very questionable whether you can really make the heir. So don't tell anybody about it so nobody should rely on it. But those who will carry anyways, at least they'll be protected. <laughs> so there, there's an air there. But here he writes to the Rebbe about the possibility and the importance. The Rebbe says, well, there is already a booklet which is uh, called Suggestion to Set Up Erevin uh, that was uh, that, that, that before from the great Rabbi Gorbagoy, Tzvi Sheyichia Eisenstadt. And that has been uh, very uh, detailed worked through with 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 with, with footnote with, with references and uh, in what you have written and more with additions to it. So Rabbi Rabbi says this is there is already uh, you know the discussion about that. But the Rabbi says I'm surprised that in the whole discussion in your countries that you sent to me in the, pub, in, the, in the publication, the booklet you sent to me, you did not brought in about the whole, there's a whole issue about that there is uh, fields that are in the city uh, that according to many uh, earlier and later, the codifiers, they would nullify the wall. So if you call, because... Manhattan is an island, technically. And technically, the walls around it, because there is a wall, there is water, and then you have the island, the walls that surround the island make it a walled in place. But the Rebbe says, there is some views that hold, the Rebbe says, you don't mention about the views that hold the fact that you have fields and plantings in front of them that would sort of negate those walls. Also, the Rebbe says, you do not uh, touch on the issue that uh, a part of Manhattan is surrounded by the ocean. Uh, um, And even this section, okay, so the ocean has a different rule than the river. So a river is more like a wall than the ocean. Uh, but the Rebbe says, even the part 
that is called river, the Hudson River, no? The East and the Hudson River, that, but even, so Rebbe says, not all of it is by the river, even the part which is surrounded by the river, the Rebbe says, whether this has the definition of the Nohar, the river, according to Halacha, the Rebbe says, I don't, it's not here the place to go into at length, whether this actually meets the criteria of the Nohar, which speaks in Halacha. The Rebbe further references that booklet of Rav Eisenstadt, and I'll, also in Mikvois chapter 5, Mishnah 4, Makis 4.1, and, and, and also in the response to the Tzofnes Paneach to the Ragachover Goen, chapter 58-59, what is the definition of a river according to Halacha? Okay, so the Rebbe brings up another issue, the Rebbe says, which is also, also as mentioned, uh, in uh, according to what is explained in that booklet from that Eisenstadt, uh, many areas that they didn't surround at all, besides the fact that some of the walls have not meant for a dinner. These are all halachic consideration. So the Rebbe says, you don't talk, this is other issues that need to be addressed. And um, another issue, the question is, what is really considered, whether we consider it to be a public domain? You see, you can't make a Erev only in a Carmelis. Carmelis means a domain of the rabbis, which means a real public domain, which is a Rishus Harabim. Uh, you can't make an Erev over there. The uh, the, uh, the the issue is in Halacha, there's a question, what makes up a public domain? Is it just an open area? Or it needs 600,000 people to pass by it every day, like we have in the desert, when there were 600,000 people, they were walking there. So, so he says, uh, the Al-Turebi in the Shulchan Aruch rules that you do need 600,000 people. Um, and that becomes an issue. What is the Rosh Hashanah and what's not? Again, these are all halachic considerations, much more than what we're trying to do over here. Just going to go through this. Uh, Rebbe says that there's 30, one, one safer brings down 30 opinions from the earlier Rishonim that hold that you need 600,000 people. Okay, then the question becomes, do we count non-Jews amongst the 600,000? 600, is, is the Goyim are counted? Uh, Rebbe says, and you're looking, Rebbe says, it seems like that they are counted because the basis for this is because the laws, of, the Jews weren't yet, uh, the Jews weren't yet considered Yidden before Matan Torah, and yet they were given the laws of Shabbos, uh, and the Torah refers to even after Matan Torah as they were commanded Bibara and Shabbos. So, then the Yidin were not Jews, and still they were 600,000. So that means in order to get the 600,000 to make it into a public domain, you can count now Jewish people in also. So basically, the Rebbe is saying there's a lot more to discuss over here. And, uh, and 
in that case, if we count, then it becomes a Rosh Hashanah, becomes much more difficult to make there an Erev, or to say there's an Erev there. Uh, and then further, he writes to the Rebbe, it's a mitzvah to make an Erev. So the Rebbe says a few more references to Rishid Mokobetzes in Beit Zodan, Shal Shuzarov, Tashbuch, Sam Soifer, Shal Beit Zodan, it's amazing to see just how the Rebbe spits out all these sources for all the various things that he brings down in the letter. Don't forget, in the same day, in the same letter, the Rebbe is writing to the other person a whole letter on the same 4th of Tammuz. He was dealing with the Rebbe about mikvahs, And he was reading about Erev. And the Rebbe is answering each one with all the references, insights. We're not talking about points, and, 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 and just look at the references that the Rebbe answers. It's all in the same day, different rabbis, and on that same day, the Rebbe also goes ahead and uh, talks about uh, to a, uh, uh, a person, right, was a day later, or two days later, other letters the day before, the Rebbe talks about different subjects in totally, so this only tells you the scope of what the Rebbe dealt with, how the Rebbe answered each one so the one, these two letters we just read now, they were like scholarly letters. We have to sit and study because you have to know the laws, the intricacy of the mikvahs and the laws. The Rebbe just goes through there because the Rebbe is discussing with somebody who's dealing with that subject. But to us, if we start to learn the subject, we're, we have to start, first start the subject, study the subject before we can fully understand what's going on over here. The Rebbe's notes. Same thing is about the Erev. So, and these things have been uh, discussed, but this Rebbe gives his quick view on all these things, and it's, it's just amazing to see how uh, uh, the Rebbe is uh, able to, uh, you know, to address each and every one according to their needs or their questions.